I think the challenges of automation are coming, are coming faster and faster. The machine in the environment of the machine will always be superior. If you're playing in the machine, then of course the machine always wins. To, to have a skill takes years. A, a process, a, a methodology. I think for me, if, if students can take one thing from, from, from the universe, that's the methodology. On this episode of The Designed Podcast, Lepterius Heratakis. Lepterius is a designer and a lecturer in visual communication design. He is currently teaching design at the Izmer School of Design. Lepterius has a depth of education spanning from the Royal College of Art, Kingston University, U Creative, Leeds Beckett University, and Bath Spa University. Lepterius has extensive knowledge and experience and is currently specializing in branding and publishing. You can find Lepterius across a wide range of social media, ranging from LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Behance, and so many more. Lepterius and I have a depth of discussion on design education, and we hone in on the importance of methodology, and so much more. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Designed Podcast. Lepterius, welcome to The Designed Podcast. How are you? Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, we're glad to have you. I'm sure you got some great stuff to share with us uh, today. Uh, you're over in London, if I'm correct? Right now, uh, I am traveling, yes. Uh, oh, wow, okay. Uh, right, right, right now, I'm traveling. Right now, I'm in Izmir. In okay, yes. all right. Yes. Uh, moving around, that's, that's yes. important, yes. you know, yes. staying yes. active. Uh, so tell us a little bit about you and your path uh, through design and into academia, if you will. Yes, of course. I mean, um, I started off um, as a musician. I was a violinist. Uh, so uh, for many, many, many years. Uh, okay. At 17, I realized that I don't want to be stuck in a room for six hours uh, practicing because I, I found myself more social. And, you know, musicians tend to hang out with musicians. And so the life you, you live, it tends to be very different. Uh, so I said, okay, what am I going to do? I'm going to start uh, in, in the art. I mean, I was drawing anyway before, but I, um, there's a very strong link between art and music. So I started out, I went to England. Um, I did a foundation in, in what is now You Creative in Maidstone. Okay. Um, and then I sort of did it in a very intense year, which was actually one of the most intense years of my, of my studies. Uh, I applied for illustration at Kingston. Those days okay. was a fantastic place. I Went to Kingston. I worked as an illustrator. I then I did the masters at the Royal College of Art. Um, then I went into sort of various again advertising design. Uh, for me, illustration was not enough. I wanted to yeah. uh, to expand. I wanted to do more uh, to see what's what's what is, who's commissioning the illustrator. So the, the sure. art director role. I, I so I went through many roles because of my masters. I did specialism in graphic design. And through advertising, and then through self-publishing, uh, a self-publishing company. Uh, and about ten years ago, I started teaching uh, in Leeds. Okay. Uh, so I so when I sort of started teaching in Leeds, I realized that I almost didn't recognize the climate. Uh, uh, yes. About sort of um, yeah about. 10 years, a good 10 years had passed since, since I graduated from my degree. So I found myself to be in a very different environment to the one uh, I was as a student. Uh, it took me a while to get my bearings. I think in the beginning, it takes a couple of years to, to develop a, a good confidence in, mm -hmm. in the material and the delivery. Sort of. uh, and then I realized that the students and me were not seeing the same thing. So when I was giving mm, okay. feedback, uh, some of the students, uh, although they were they, they were looking at, at we were looking at the same thing, they were not seeing the same thing. And so I began to see that um, it was a drawing issue of, of drawing hand heart eye coordination, and okay. what what we were told at Kingston is a, is direct observational drawing, uh, a special a special practice that uh, and it, it heightens the the observation skills. And basically, uh, trains the student towards objective, objective looking rather than yes, yes. looking from their rather than look from their imagination. Okay. Uh, so, sort of a long uh, journey 
through a teaching qualification as well that I got from Leeds, which was very, very good, uh, postgraduate uh, diploma in, in higher education, which, which really sort of helped me uh, adjust my teaching towards a more student-centered approach as 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 I realized I needed to fill the class to, to to see what level I would I would teach or to fill any gaps or to cover any any ground that that might be missing from the, from the particular cohort. Okay. Um. um and then sort of I, I progressed uh, in my teaching, and here, here I am. So how many years do you have teaching now? I'm celebrating 10 years of teaching this uh, September. Oh, that's fantastic. Got the decade under your belt. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Not, not yet, but very soon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's always a good milestone. I, I'm uh, mm. about mm. 11 years, I think, is what oh, I'm at. Fantastic. I'm, without doing some quick math, uh, that's, mm. that's where mm. I think mm. I'm at. So mm. about the same. We've mm. entered around the same time then. Um, mm. So what, what areas have been your favorite uh well, my, uh, I, I started uh, as a illustra- illustration uh, illustration leadership sort of role. I mean, I, which I still have, but uh, I found that <clears throat> teaching visual communication design because this is where I've been teaching what we used to call it, like graphic design, illustration, digital media. Some call it different. It comes under different names. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Visual communication design courses uh, tend to be the most challenging and the most and the most tricky to teach because. Uh, when the student is very clear about what they've come to, to learn, uh, they're also e- clear about where to focus. But when we're teaching sort of five or six disciplines, yeah, um, yeah. So really, for me, it's basically studio. It's it's more of the Bauhaus sort of model that there is studio and everything is around studio. When when things became modular, uh, it, they were to the detriment of the student because it that modularized things in their mind as well. Where mm, where okay. it's actually Teaching is not modular; it's studio, and anything that can help the studio, yeah, uh, pro- so, progress. So you're kind of referring down to how they've made the blocks of time, right? The, you know, where they've dedicated like the two and a half, three hours for lecture studio class versus like the all day. You know, you know, you go in and you just work in the studio and you study and you make yes, work yes, and you yes, critique yes. work. The, the, and, the, yeah, the yeah. older approach, the older approach, gave a much better and clearer idea of what design is to the student. Mm-hmm. Now they compartmentalize everything. Uh, that's that's yeah. very true, especially as you start naming each one of these little mm-hmm. components. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, well, this is a different thing, and it's like, well, it it's not that different. The process is the same. We're just Absolutely. talking about a different format or a different Absolutely. medium or or something like that. So that's a great that's a great segue. Then, uh, Lefterius, right into that big question that uh, these prologue episodes are talking about is the state of design education. So what are your thoughts on the state of design education? And I would love to hear if if you think that there's a variation or a similarities between uh, an education in the States versus mm-hmm. um, abroad. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had the privilege of doing research in Europe, extensive research in Europe. I don't have direct experience of the US. I have, I, <clears throat> I've heard what some schools are doing and mm-hmm. it sounds amazing. So I cannot talk about the U.S. directly. Okay, uh, I have fine. great experience in uh, England. I have done a lot of uh, work in Poland. Okay. Uh, I've done some work in Spain, in Holland, in, in Turkey as well. So okay. uh, I'll uh, I'll add that component then of reflection on how that compares then to um, the studies that are happening in the states from my. Yeah, yeah, of course, Anyhow, of course, yeah. of course. I think that any any country that does not teach design separate to art is on a good path. Uh, ah, what what okay. tends to happen in many schools is we've cut off uh, design from art. Uh, we've cut off so by cutting it off, uh, the students cannot follow where this is where this is coming from. And I'm I'm, I'm teaching sort of a a link for 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 example for design a, a couple mm-hmm. of two hundred years timeline. And of course, before and before and before in history of art and Gombrich and Shock of the New and all these things. But uh, <clears throat> when you cut, when you are cut off from the timeline, and, and there is a very strange and interesting break in the late seventies, early eighties, when the computer started coming in, mm-hmm. and sort of I don't think we knew what to do with them. And what right, we did right. was we threw out printmaking, we threw out sort of uh, letterpress, we threw out uh, hot metal type, 
And now we seem to realize, hey, you know, we need we need that thing. But <laughs> most of the hot metal type has been recycled. A lot of yeah, the good blocks yeah. have been have been uh, gone to dustbin. So yeah, it, yeah. It, we, it, I think it's only recently that we're realizing that we need both the physical and the digital and how that can be combined. I, I agree. Uh, so any education that teaches, uh, I mean, I mean, in Poland is, is fantastic because they start from fine art. So, so they start from fine art and they yeah. enter as fine artists and then they specialize. Uh, some schools, of course, forget to change the mindset. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, yeah. So that that creates some challenges. But 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 the core, the, the core of of the issues. Uh, is that they teach design connected to the arts, connected to the drawing, connected to the hand-heart-eye coordination skills. And because okay. of the main question for me uh, is how do we uh, sort of uh, handle the changes that are coming or through artificial mm-hmm. intelligence and through all these sort of issues. Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, and, of course, is to go to the ability. You know, Paul Rand says, uh, what distinguishes from, from, from a cow is our hands, that we use our hands. Uh, yeah. So it's the more we train our hands, the more we use our hands as hand-heart-eye coordination. It doesn't matter if it's physical or digital. I mean, some of my students have done some, some amazing drawings on the iPad, which would have needed a full-fledged studio of acrylics and, and, yeah. and brushes and paints and yeah. you know, some, it, uh, Procreate or any sort of other uh, software on the iPad is tremendous. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or let, tablets. Yeah. Well, let me ask you uh, a couple side questions to that. Of course. Then. Um, so our university, we have all of our students come in as uh, BA students in studio arts. Brilliant. And they have to, um, at the end of their sophomore year, mm-hmm. they have to pass a review. They have a live presentation where they put up 10 to 12 of their works and they have to speak about their works. Uh, and these are students who they will have intro to graphic design because intro to graphic design is a course for all of our majors in our art department. Mm -hmm. Um, So they'll present and they um, pass that, right? Right. Some may not, some may need to, you know, do some refinement um, and represent. But once they pass that, only then can they decide if they want to be a bachelor of fine art, a BFA applicant. Mm -hmm. And once they get approved to be a BFA applicant, only then can they choose their area of emphasis in my case, which would be uh, the graphic design uh, emphasis. Fantastic. So it's, it's, it's extremely healthy. Yes. Yeah. So um, reflect on that a little bit. How does that, uh, I think that's exactly how it should be done. And I think that not many schools are doing it like that these days. Uh, Most schools are are going directly into design. Uh, Some in some countries, um, they don't even regard foundation as necessary anymore, which is which is like because you know, which is a bit shocking. They sort of yeah. okay. They said okay, do some whatever you can and come in. So mm-hmm. it, it's exactly that emphasis on rigor and selection. Yeah, I was that, talking to yeah. to Diane Gibbs in the last podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, yes, I, she I was, this. It was fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, Diane's uh, wonderful. She made a, a comment that what she would like to see differently is is intro to graphic design at a freshman level. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Where's, where's a good entry point? Like we've talked a little bit about foundations. We're talking a little bit about the graphic design area and we're talking about having a solid arts foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So what does that foundation look like in your point of view then? The foundation for, for today uh, or, the sure, interdisciplinary, sure. or the interdisciplinary, you, you mean? Uh, yeah, I think interdisciplinary, kind of what your vision uh, might be. I mean, we're okay. getting a little bit ahead of ourselves because yeah, foundations yeah. is something I want to talk about as well. Okay. But. Okay. I mean, I mean, the foundation is is I think the most important year in a, stu- in a student's career. I think mm-hmm. it, for me it was the most. It had, a, had an incredible foundation. Uh, it's the most rigorous. It was mm-hmm. it was exhausting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. uh, and you're but, wondering but, what but what's it's coming. Extremely next. important of doing of going through the various disciplines that are available to you. Correct. Uh, Later on, on on degree level, uh, I think it's really important to emphasize more on interdisciplinary collaboration. So, you know, if there is an art school at the university, uh, then we can, you know, 
there were collaborations with various other disciplines like so psychology, economics, or you know, to, mm-hmm. to 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 complement projects. Yes. I mean, uh, for some branding projects, we've collaborated with psychology department. For some business projects, we collaborate with with economics or marketing departments. So, because the knowledge has has expanded so much these days that it's it's very hard for one person to cover everything. And oh, it, it takes, is, yeah. it, for example, it takes much longer for a designer to create a business plan than, than an economy student. So that's true. Yeah, it, it, it's very interesting, and I think the future of education lies in the interdisciplinary uh, collaborations. However, uh, the emphasis needs to be on the skills primarily, so, and, and that's what you should be doing. Okay, what do those skills look like? I remember listening to uh, um, uh, Gary uh, Rosance in a uh, episode of Design Edu today, and they talked about the importance of skill sets when students go to present their portfolios. Um, so, so what do you think are the most important skill sets that we should be working on uh, before they get into their advanced design classes? For what purpose? For what skill sets? <laughs> that, 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 no, that's that, a good question. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I guess it's going to vary um, depending on what area of graphic design they want to get into. If it's you know, traditional. If it's screen based, if it's UX, UI, I mean, it, it changes a lot. If you're talking about professional for professional skills, uh, well, the, basic design skill mm-hmm. sets okay. that they that they need to look at. Okay, then the basic design skills, of course. Again, we're going back to drawing. We're going back to to being able to to see rather than look to be able to see things as tone, line, shade, color, texture. That's an that's excellent. Uh, I'm glad to rather, hear that. Yeah, rather than seeing things as uh, cloth or glass or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's one of my. Well, that is the first assignment I have in intro to graphic design. I have them uh, find an image, uh, an animal, uh, an object, utilitarian kind of object, and a piece of food, and I have them draw it first. Mm-hmm. And uh, and mm-hmm. a lot of students are like, "Well, I I, I can't draw," and I'm like, "Well, I don't." <laughs> I don't want you to draw. I don't. I don't care if you can draw. What I want you to do is see it. Exactly. I want you to see it, and then we break it down into a high contrast and a geometric. And I have them use uh, line shape, you know, in in uh, space and figure out what does that represent if it was just a black and white. And we talk about you know geometric, and that moves us into well, you know, what is how does that reflect to a logo or how does that reflect to typography? And then we reflect on, well, what does that mean in a composition then? How do we break that down into just formal space in a composition? So yeah, I'm, I'm glad but to hear I you think, say that. I think the drawing is also the fact that uh, if, when one comes from a point of not, of not knowing, and this is the wonderful yeah. thing about drawing, that it can position oneself at the point of, I don't know what it is, and I, can, I want to explore and find and discover. Yes. And yeah. that's what sort of, uh, or even the photography is fantastic and very useful, and I'm a big advocate. Um, is is that's where that's where it differs more that it allows more time to discover. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in in that matter, um, we you know you talked a little bit about um, blocks versus longer periods of time. What would you see as a, a structure you'd like to see us change from from the you know two and a half three hour long classes? Uh, to something so you're talking more student contact time has decreased yes so, yes, so student contact time has decreased i mean i, I mean in, in in my education we've had about 40 40 hours a week of contact not teaching but contact um also access to more access to time for studios i mean if, if you know if studios can be open for 24 hours that's fantastic mm-hmm. and there are some universities yeah. that do that uh, not not kicking students out uh, yes. but but in some countries and in some universities, contact time has been greatly reduced. Hmm. And there is a certain amount of time that a designer needs to become a designer. It's, yeah. it, it's not a quick process. You know, there are courses, for example, that you know, can do it for shorter, but the time is necessary. Yeah. Do you think, uh, um, do you think uh, the, the number of students per class uh, is, is problematic? Yes. yes do you yes, think it's yes. problematic now or? It, it, it depending on the university. I mean, when it, when it goes above sixteen per per sixteen students per lecture, it, it, it gets tricky. Yeah, I remember at my uh, previous university to uh, uh, prior to University of Central Arkansas, I had uh, twenty four uh, students per class, and it was extremely difficult because I had to explain to them if I'm going to stop and see everyone during this less than three hour time, you literally have three minutes. 
for me to sit down in front of you, for you to tell me what you're working on, for me to give you some quick feedback, to go through all 24 of those students uh, during our studio time, literally just gave them moments of, of interaction with me. And that was really tough for me to, um, uh, to do because I, I wanted to give them more. So it, it is course. very difficult. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Depending on the university. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, is it, so you talk, you, you've already mentioned this. So let's talk about this a little bit more. Uh, mm -hmm. the idea of art and design or art versus design. Okay. I mean, uh, art is where design has always been inspired from. Uh, mm -hmm. We're living, of course, in a time now where there's multiple sources of inspiration. Uh, but the knowledge of the history of art mm -hmm. and the knowledge of the history of design is essential because our, our job is to remix and re recycle and reuse things uh, and yeah. ideas. Yeah? And if these ideas are not uh, well known to the students, it, it, it becomes more difficult for them. And if you think about the definition of what design is, right? And I think the biggest differentiation is that uh, that it's a plan to solve a problem. I like Paul Rand's definition. Yeah, and that is? Design is the method of putting form and content together. I, I like that as well. Um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if, if we wanted to talk about form... You know, we need to continue talking a little bit about foundations and foundations mm -hmm. is so critical to design. And like you said, mm -hmm. there's it's unfortunate to see some schools um, where those the foundations in arts just isn't there. Uh, so what do you see as um, being in untouchable in foundations? Like what what should never change? My my experience of foundation, is, I mean, I don't. It's a very, very long time ago, so I have not. I have not been in foundation for a long time. Yeah, uh, I think foundation is about getting the student through the various disciplines in the area, so they can make a more informed choice. This is what it was about. So we get definitions. Uh, mm -hmm. We get we're on the same page with the definitions. Yeah. It was about getting through the various disciplines, mm -hmm. so that then we could make a more informed choice. Yeah, uh, but of course uh, disciplines change, uh, but the fundamental disciplines don't. For example, you know we might come up with all these new names for design, mm -hmm. in, you know user experience, user interface. But design is design is design. Yeah, it, that doesn't change. So uh, realizing, you know, but, but that comes later. I think that yeah. comes later. Yeah. Um... So what would what would you bring to foundations to make a little bit of a, a change? What what do we need progressively going forward as we look at the state of design education? We want to um, it's changing. We know it's changing. We know that our young designers are being asked more when they graduate um, to do more, to be more diverse, so on and so forth. Uh, what would you add to foundations that makes that more applicable to what the students' needs are today? I, I don't think the foundations need, need to change. The foundations are, are you know, uh, are very necessary, and I think mm -hmm. that students must go to a foundation, even if they, yeah. even if they have the choice not to. I mean, we can talk more about the degree uh, area yeah. uh, because you know the, the foundation is is is, is fine. Yeah. Um, but, but more about the future proofing of, of education. So that's, that's, that's something else. Okay. Elaborate on that then, if you... Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the future proofing is, is not playing, you know, the machine in the environment of the machine will always be superior. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you're playing in the machine, then of course the machine always wins. Ah, okay. I think I, I think I know what you're referring to and, uh, you, you can elaborate on that, uh, I show students that shiny box, right? Intro to graphic design. I'm like, there it is. That's your moment. That's your moment of glory. Everyone wants to get on the machine and start making things. Teach me Illustrator. Teach me Photoshop. Teach me InDesign. Um, I want to make things. Um, but that is only a tool. Yes. And that tool doesn't make work, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. our, our minds create. Our minds mm -hmm. think. Mm -hmm. And that shiny box is simply just a, 
a, a path through our expression. Yes. Uh, we have to know what we want to express before we can make it, before we can yes. ask that box to do certain things. Yes, and also emphasis on, on, on abilities, on real skills. You know, some students want to just watch quick YouTube videos where, where to, to have a skill takes years to acquire a mm -hmm. skill that you can actually sell. So emphasis on the students having something to exchange, having a skill to exchange. Yeah. Because that's yeah. A, a process, a methodology. I think for me, if, if students can take one thing from, from, from the universe, that's the methodology of being able yeah. to tackle any brief, of being able to handle anything regardless of how they're feeling, because professionalism, again, we have to, there are many areas we can touch upon. Yeah, uh, yeah. But for me, the methodology, if they can break the brief down and, and analyze it, work with it, and have skills that can, that can really make it something different. Okay. Uh, and those skills that can be exchanged as well for, 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 for work. I, I completely agree. The, the methodology and the process that you go about through to come up with the solution um, to the problems. Uh, so what is the what does the curriculum then look like um, for you and your university? What yeah. kind of class structure do they have? What's the sequence uh, that they yeah, go through? I mean, I mean, I mean, visual communication courses uh, tend to be, if, if we're talking about a four-year degree, tend to be three years exploration and one year specialism in general, in general outline. Yeah, yeah, I think that's uh, correct. Yeah. So uh, I mainly focus on year three. I mean, year two is more general, general design and going through again through the various yeah. motions. Uh, year three for me is sequential thinking. So being able to create stories, to tell stories. Um, okay. And how that can be implemented through the okay. various uh, media. But but basically the storyboarding, the story, the story, the storytelling ability, storyboarding okay. ability. What, what do those look like as far as projects go uh, for you in one of your courses? Well, Can actually, you walk me yes, through? Actually, actually, we're working a lot with the Royal Society of Arts in London. Okay. Fantastic projects. Yeah. We're working with DNAD. Uh, so, I, I, you know, we try to have either real briefs uh, or competitions that are live because that, oh, okay. that creates a, a, a greater excitement. So are those are those handled in the classroom? Are those um, um, yes. like the competitions in, in, the, in that, the studio? The, yeah, yeah. Studio. So you kind of break them up into different groups in each group. Yes, depending uh, on the complexity of the project. Uh, okay, or it could be individual students against each other. It can be individual other. students. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah, we prefer to be individual students, but if 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 we feel that that the, the work is too complicated yeah. or, or it needs to be broken up into, we don't have that kind of of, of, a, of a time frame to. To complete it, then of yeah, course yeah. it's broken up into 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 groups. How does that how does that competition add to the the um, uh, accomplishments of, of the work or the level of the work? Is it do you feel that it's different of higher quality when you have that type of of one the the real world kind of application, and uh, secondly having them. Uh, as you say, kind of compete, whether it's individual groups. I don't, I, I don't believe in competition. Everybody's individual, but uh, yeah, yeah. what 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 the competition gives is a framework for them to create a, a, a better portfolio piece. Uh, and okay. of course, we have some wacky briefs uh, as well. <laughs> as well, we throw. Yeah. Uh, but but the the competition, especially for example, something like uh, uh, the RSA you know, competitions that have been running for. Dec many decades yeah. uh, are very precious because they're very well written, they're very well structured, and okay. the students are competing in the international environment. So they, 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 they it, it's 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 quite an intense time. Okay, uh, can you give me an example of one that was like among your uh, most memorable uh, from that? Well, the RSA is is, is a lecture, is a three minute lecture usually. Okay. Uh, academic lecture, and so they have to convert those words, sounds in, into images. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, and, well, that... and so we're going through the various techniques of animation, various techniques of moving motion graphics, and, and through that we teach all all the other kinds of of work in that. Oh, okay. That that sounds really interesting. So, um, as we head into the next years of um developing curriculum and trying to address the changes that are coming. What do you see important for us to address 
one year from now, what do you see important for us to address five years and even 10 years out? I think, as I said, you know, the, the, the way that the students learning to teaching the students to, to, to see doesn't okay. change. Uh, right, right. So developing students that can, that can, that can coordinate their, their thinking, their emotions, and their seeing, and, and really sort of control everything. Uh, that, of course, has the foundation of drawing. Okay. Uh, what do you think is going to be a big thing uh, five years? Maybe not a big thing, but something that we need to recognize and address I think the challenges now. of automation are coming, are coming faster and faster. Mm, okay. I, I uh, would agree with that. So, yeah. you know, looking into Adobe Sensei, uh, yeah. looking into Adobe Spark, it, it's, yeah. it's, it's quite sort of, you know. I heard uh, someone make an argument. Um, it wasn't an argument two or four, uh, the automation of software. Um, but they talked a bit about how some people see it as a crutch to design, but other people say, well, the designer still has to be able to see Absolutely. and interpret Absolutely. to use the tool because the tool's Absolutely. there, but you still have Absolutely. to, you still have to understand what it is that you want to Absolutely. express. But, yeah. but once you see sort of some kinds of, of what uh, Adobe Sensei is doing and uh, we throw in the words and images and it creates 10 alternative layouts. Yeah. Does that, so that's avoiding the cookie cutter uh, yes. problem, you know, with templates and, and different blocks of information. It's not a template, it's just, it's just doing it. It's kind of, Interesting. Yeah. I yeah. haven't dabbled much uh, with yeah. that myself. Yeah. Um, so I think that might be something I should, I should. I think it's about having a critical, more. them having a critical, them being, being it. I want them to be able to. Talk about design, then being able because when when they go to a company with a professional for the professional interview, they're going to want to talk about mm -hmm. their passions and their and their typefaces yeah. and their methodology. Yeah. They need to be able to talk about it, and yeah. and and when they are developing a greater insight into that, then that's of course is future proofing them because then they can do something else. Then they can find another right, way, right. and that's also going to add to their ability to um, when they're using these automated tools to know when something's just not right, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. Where they can say, well, that was nice that that suggested I do this, but that's not designed and well. Also, and also having the, having the, being brave enough to follow really their passion. And that's, that's what very few schools do. I think a lot of, a lot of schools actually curate the final show. Mm, yes. And they, yes. they, they actually tell students how to design. And there are mm -hmm. very few schools that actually take the risk and, Thank God I've always taught in schools like that, that actually yeah. we take the risk of, you know, the show not looking so curated and so mm -hmm. fancy, but uh, when it comes together and the, stu and the student goes and, 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 and follows yeah. their passion, well, I'll say, it, it works really well. I, I agree, because I'll say I, I am very fond, very passionate. Um, I adored, loved my undergraduate studies. Uh, mm. But it was mm. in my senior year that I've kind of, took a step back and was like, well, they're kind of telling me how to design. And as long as I do it the way that they're telling me, they're going to enjoy it. And I noticed some other students that were uh, doing what they wanted to do. And I noticed that they were being told, well, that's not good design. So I found that rather interesting. So now me as an academic, um, I'm not trying to teach them what to design or how to design. I'm trying to talk to them about methodologies, process. Absolute, absolute uh, process, absolutely. You know, absolutely. how do they interpret? What's their aesthetic? What's their style? Because I, I, yeah, I don't want a cookie cutter, um, you know, design no, that looks like something I've done. Because at least straight unemployment. Yeah. I mean, 40% uh, <laughs> yeah. of Behance portfolios look pretty much identical. And Very true. Yeah, you know, as an art director, I would have a tr trouble picking about 40%. Oh, yeah. portfolios I see today. I mean, it's a pretty conservative number, but, yeah. but you know, coming out and, and having the conviction, but, but that comes from, from, from good education. That comes from, 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 the, from having the conviction from your education, from having yeah. the security uh, from your education. Yeah. And, if, and if your education was like an express kind of course, you know, uh, that just rushed through everything, then of course you're not going to have the confidence. I, yeah, I agree. And with those 40%, like you said, um, I always talk to students and I show them Pinterest and Dribble and Behance. And I'm like, look at all this beautiful work. And they're like, wow, I'll never be that good. And then I said, you know, 
you need to pause for a minute and you need to look at that work and analyze. then you ask yourself, exactly. analyze, exactly. yeah, exactly. Is it solving a problem or is it just pretty work? I can be. Yeah. And pretty work will not get you employed. Being able to think uh, will get you employed and, and have uh, innovative solutions, you know, to, to way to express and a way to solve those problems. Um, what about 10 years, you know, can we see that far ahead and kind of look at what that might be in 10 years? I think, I think, no, because I think the world is changing so much and so fast. I think, you know, we revise things every year or every six months, you know, we improve things, but no, I think it's too far. Yeah. And we see, we see tools, uh, and solutions come and go. Um, you know, I, I think about, um, uh, the first one that comes to my mind, unfortunately, is like Adobe Muse, um, how that was supposed to be a, a big answer to that kind of automated plug and play. A lot portfolio. of the community was very upset, though, because it had some incredible features. About it, yeah, I think. yeah. A lot of the community feels that uh, it was a mistake for Adobe to actually ask Adobe Muse, which yeah. we actually were very shocked because they had created some. Uh, I mean, if we're going to talk about software in Adobe, there is a. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean, what about the shift button in, in you know in CC you know in Photoshop? I mean, that, that was like uh, that, 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 we're going into some other discussion. We're yeah. talking about <laughs> photo, photo, uh, yeah. Adobe and for software and shortcuts and yeah. how the shortcuts are not the same, but that's <laughs> <laughs> right, right. How yeah. how the command place is different in Illustrator yeah. and in Design. So the, it's but that's yeah, that's there a could be discussion. A, yeah, yeah. There could be a whole. <laughs> discussion series on on stuff like that for sure um let's talk about um advice right Mm -hmm. um if i'm just starting out and i'm and i'm so eager to become a design educator um we remember educator or designer design educator so you and i both remember those moments when we were young uh, designers and we've sh- made that shift to become design educators and the thrill that was behind that to see the students mm-hmm. um, grow and prosper. Um, I still talk about that aha moment, you know, mm-hmm. when you're, when you're, uh, you're teaching and, you know, you see a student, you're like, Oh, you're so close. You're so close. And then they just go, Oh, you know, uh, it, it feels so rewarding. So mm-hmm. there's, um, designers out there that are making that shift or young designers that are going to just enter into design education advice for those folks just just joining this wonderful career of design education uh, that's that's that's, a, that's the first first time I've been asked this question it's a very, it's a very nice question ah. um, okay I think I think one needs experience before they yeah. go, I mean, you know, it's our our field is not one that you can just graduate and, and you know, go. You have yeah. to go through the motions of industry. Okay, and, okay. Uh, so it, it, it's something that if you know if you haven't swam in the in, in the ocean, then it's it's very difficult to actually have a have a have a, a living experience of it. Oh, that's and a great analogy. That, 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 yeah. that, that experience. I mean, I'm still a designer, so I mean, I'm I'm still sort of having projects, and and I want to, you know, be in the design because if I'm not swimming again, I will have nothing to report back. So yeah, uh, I'm taking on as much as many design projects as possible. Yeah, uh, I, to, to I, be able to be current and to be able yeah. to uh, handle things and to be able to to report back, you know, in, into the studio uh, with conviction rather yeah. than talk about things that were in the past. Right, right. I think uh, that's the majority of design educators. I know yes. there are some out there that, that yes. are not, and they're research-based, you know, and yes. they, they want to stay with, with of course. you know, that type of approach. Um, uh, so as a young, if so if they haven't had the experience, if they haven't been out there designing, you know, for firm and agency freelance or in some capacity um, would that be your first advice then it's like well spend some time in the professional yes. world first yes, and then and then absolutely. join yeah and then mm-hmm. come back absolutely in. yeah have a, have a, have, a, have an experience and also uh, checking their motives mm, okay you know, because yeah. it, it, it's not uh, it, it's something that you know why they're doing it Okay. This is the okay. motive is very important. Yeah. Um, what's and, a dan- fi- what's a so, dangerous motive? Putting you on the spot. It's here. a dangerous, dangerous motive. I, I think, I think that 
it's it's a kind of a it's a kind of a sacrificial job, isn't it? It's like how the candle burns in a way to give off the light. So it's a kind of a sacrificial job. It's not, you know, it's just checking. It's just checking the motives really before before they go into it. Okay, I like that. Uh, yeah. So you're going to say, yeah. And also, what really helped me a lot. I mean, okay, colleagues, but teaching qualification. I, I cannot stress that enough. Say that again. Uh, no teaching qualification. Ah, okay, sure, sure. A, a good teaching qualification, so that they know, because not every good designer is, is, is a good lecturer. In fact, it's, it, I think, again, I'm going back to Paul Rand because he's the, I mean, he's the greatest example of an incredible designer and an incredible lecturer. Yeah. Uh, and these things are very rare. Yes. So not everybody's cut out uh, to be a lecturer. Uh, so the, again, the motives. Again, you know, do you enjoy uh, the real design world uh, and sort of want to be there? Just, just the real motives in, inside. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. I like that too. Um, how about uh, how about advice for design educators that are preparing their students to hit the hit that professional career? What would you? What advice would for, you give for, stu- for students? You mean so advice for students? Uh. Well, well, we'll touch on students too, but also right. I was thinking about for design educators, okay. advice for them for preparing students for success. I think apprenticeships is, 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 is I would say, you know, okay. it's like preparing students, giving them the skills to be able to work for the best, even even for free for a while. Mm-hmm. It's like, the, I, that, that is like the most invaluable thing. Getting apprenticeships as often as possible or as much as possible during summer breaks or during, uh, you know, uh, for me, I was doing apprenticeships throughout as a student. And that's what really helped me understand where where, where I am. Okay. Do you you think those experiences should be diverse for them? Do you think they should be encouraged to um, find something that's local in their own community? Or do you think they need to travel to a different city? They need to go for the Uh, best, wherever that is. Go for the best, and, and, okay. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and compete because, of course, you know, if you have a studio or, or an agency, of course, yeah. there are going to be a thousand people wanting to go for free. So, yeah, how do yeah. You, how do you get through through that? That's that's an excellent one. Um, so, any students that are listening uh, or or watching the podcast, advice for them? The same, yeah. Apprenticeships. It's like yeah. getting into the real world. Do not go freelance. As, as when you graduate, it's a big mistake. You've got to work for five years for a company. Realize how the company works. Have a mentor. You know, yeah. it's, I think students these days go to freelance too early, uh, and they oh, they, they're all eager. Not, yeah, they don't understand the complexity of it. Right, I, that's what I was going to say. The the complexity behind uh, working with clients through the process uh, and and answering their their giving an answer to their problem, you know, because if you don't, um, well, if you don't succeed, you're not going to continue to succeed. So you have to understand the diversity and the challenges, the hurdles, you know, the complexity uh, to that. Absolutely. People now need mentoring throughout. I mean, mentoring is essential. Right, right. But even even when it comes down to trying to price, uh, price a project, you know, that's like a whole nother... A college degree if, if you wanted to you know it's it's complex it's complex mm, mm, mm. yeah um so what have you been uh working on uh professionally okay. academically what do you got coming up okay uh well i'm uh i'm as well continuing my my research on design education and i okay. have developed uh, a very special course uh it's called advanced drawing practices where we really sort of talk about uh, looking and drawing. Okay. Uh, you know, the most important thing I have right now is, is is a conference in the Valencia area for the last week of November on design education. So we're putting together a conference. Okay. Uh, I think I've seen that actually. Oh yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, putting together a conference for the end of November uh, in the area of Valencia. Uh, I think it's going to be now three days. Okay, uh, and that's uh, that's in Spain, correct? That's in Spain. Yes, yeah. Yes, okay. In Spain. Uh, and what is that? What is that? What's the main um, focus? 
focus yeah 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 the focus the focus is that a lot of design education conferences you know what happens yeah. is people say certain things and then they go back to, to their work and just everything is the same yeah. but we need things that are people can apply today yes yeah. today very practical advice about design education examine it and talk about it and hopefully we're gonna have some fantastic speakers yeah um and it, so it's really, really getting it practical yeah that sounds really interesting for sure and hopefully you get a, a good um representation of all the different forms or uh styles if you will of uh yes yes, uh, yes. of design education because it's yes, like, like we've talked already it, it varies right you can go to two different universities in the same city of and course. have a two complete uh it's all about different the people approaches. that are teaching yeah oh, absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Do you think, um, do you think that, uh, so when I talk to students who want to go on with, for their master's degree, mm -hmm. I always tell them, look and see what the faculty are doing and what they're into. Where's their creative activity? What's their process? You know, what defines them? Because that will typically be the study that you're going to partake in. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, is that, and I know that will happen for even four-year undergraduate um, uh, degrees. Um, and, and so I don't think there's much differentiation there. Um, but how much do we need to pay attention to um, us getting caught in that trap of, well, this is my favorite thing, so this is what I'm going to teach you? How, you know, should we avoid that? Or? Is this a question for design educators or for students? Yeah, yeah, for design educators you know, as, as we're working in our universities and trying to bring that diverse amount of study, can we get caught up, and I do believe it happens, in teaching what we love and not teaching um, the skill sets, if you will, right? That that broad knowledge, that methodology. You know, it's a very interesting question. I mean, I for me, there's only one methodology. That's design methodology. Uh, yeah. I went to a very, very good illustration course, yet... I learned skills myself. I mean, I learned drawing, yeah, yeah but anything yeah. else additional, there was no time. Of course, students need to realize that, that the learning is out there and they need to take ownership of it. Yeah. The university is about giving the framework, of course, giving the methodology, applying the methodology. It's like, you know, yeah. the map is not the territory. You know, we give them a map. We give them a methodology written, but yeah. until they get to know and use the methodology. It's really one design methodology we're teaching yes. um, in, every, in everything. Yeah. So students need to be aware not to get caught up in the passions or the expertise uh, of the faculty, if you will, and realize that there's still the methodology even behind what they're looking at. And students need to think about, well, how do I think about the method that they're doing and not the what it is, the visuals that they're creating? Absolutely. Yeah. And linking the learning to, re to the real world. Because, because right. the real world is really important. So getting to know where design is at at the moment yeah, and how, how what they are doing has, has a reference to the real world. And, and, and the expectations are, 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 are continuously getting, getting higher. Yeah. And then that interprets into what they create, into their visuals, into their aesthetic, uh, I'm sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That, I really enjoy that. Is there anything else that you're, uh, you got going on in the background no, or I'm, just... The, the, yeah. No, not 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 for yeah. the next six big, months. Yeah, big no. big big focus on that um, conference. Big coming focus on up the conference. And, yeah, because yeah. because that's uh, we're trying to make it original. Yeah, make the original, original conference, and, and there's coming from uh, the love of education, really. Just 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 about the love of education. I yeah, think. yeah. I I can't complain with that at all. Um, and that's that's where I'm at. That's where I find the most enjoyment. It's it's being in that classroom. Um, yes, I miss being a full-time designer, sort of. <laughs> um, so like you said, always need to create, always want to keep creating. Um, but man, stepping in that in that room and working with the young people and seeing that energy, uh, hopeful energy, because there's there's those moments where you're like, come on, guys, let's let's all wake up. You know, I know it's uh, early in the day here. You know, it's 10 a.m., but uh, we've got to put on our, our creative hats here. But, Absolutely. Um, but yeah, uh, and then that aha moment. You know, and and you see it come together is just so rewarding. Um, so, any of our uh, listeners and viewers, if they want to find out more about you, what uh, 
where can they find you? How can they connect with you? What do you, what, where would you like to send them? Uh, we're going to put some links underneath. I mean, my, my main website is heretakis.com, but uh, Excellent. Yeah. I mean, if, if on Google's my name, there, there yeah. are quite a few links. that. Yeah, up. yeah. It's amazing, right? In this world today, it's like, well, just run it through Google and it'll tell you everywhere I am, right? It'll tell you if I'm here, there, or anywhere. So that's fantastic. Do you have any um, closing thoughts? Anything that we didn't talk about that you really no, would love we to covered, add? We covered a tremendous amount of material. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I think agree. again, you know, I mean, I mean, again, I mean, Paul Rand, you know, he, again, he said everything, <laughs> but you know, desi- design needs to be out of love, and and yeah. not out of any ulterior motive. Just to quote him again, yeah, it's got to be produced out of love and not out of an ulterior motive. Yeah, uh, like because that. it's not about you know. We have to realize that today in the world, profit is a, is a result, not 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 not. Not, not 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 a target. It's 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 not an aim. We cannot yeah. aim for profit. We, this profit is a result. Or while we're doing something out of love. Yeah, yeah. And, if and, your passion and, and, is there and if your love is in there and yes, you're putting yes. it into the work, as a general you message, will profit. Think, yeah, 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 you yeah, will profit yeah. from that in more ways than just financially. Of course, well. of course, yeah, of course, yeah. of course, of course. Uh, Lefterius, this has been a great conversation. Oh, I really you. appreciate your time. Uh, I don't know what time it is over uh, where you're at. Uh, it's 530, 5.30. Oh, it's not too bad. 20, not too bad. 20 to 6. That's perfect. perfect. Not too bad. Right. Just the morning over here, so the evening over there. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, again, uh, Lefteris, thank you so much. I really appreciate really our conversation. That. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So let's, uh, let's continue doing good work, and let's keep creating success in design education. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, you bet. Have Thanks won- so much. Have a wonderful day. I will. And you as well. We'll talk with you soon. Of course. Take care. All right. Take care. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on this episode. The Designed Podcast website is located at thedesignedpodcast.com. There you can find notes on the episode, links to our guests, links to resources, and more regarding the many things discussed during each show. If you find the Design Podcast interesting and informative, please subscribe on Apple Podcast or on your favorite podcast service. You can also follow the Designed Podcast on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to our video version of the podcast on YouTube. Please join us for the next episode of the Designed Podcast, and let's continue to create success in design education.